Welcome to the Pick Truth Podcast, where we read confessions that people send us or that we find online and rate them based on their level of heat. The truth can range from a bell pepper to a Carolina Reaper. A bell pepper is a very mild truth. A poblano is a truth that can irritate others. A jalapeno is spicy. A Thai chili has me judging you very hard. The Reaper is a truth that you should take to your deathbed. Listen, laugh, and learn what happens when the only option you have left is to pick truth. Welcome back to another episode of Pick Truth. I'm your host, Dr. Vicki Harris. I'm here with my co-host, Lamont Hearn Jr. And we're here to bring the heat. It's another week, and uh, I'm just excited to be here. Um, and uh, how's your how was your week, Lamont? How's your week been this, this past week? Um, I'm just recovering from this past weekend in which our staycation was involved. Um, so just, you know, trying to gather it all back up as this work week has started. Fair enough. So for those that don't know, every year for the last four years, uh, we've done what we call a staycation and we stay within the city and try to do local things, but we always do it on a Friday while the kids are at school. Or daycare, because like at some point our kids were still in daycare. Uh, well, they're still at school, and then we go and do fun stuff. And so, like this week, it was the, we we did. We had a van take us around the city. We threw pottery. We went out to eat. We did virtual reality. We had charcuterie. We had murder mystery games. Hookah bourbon like and that was just day one woke up the next day went to hibachi we went picking to an orchard we picked flowers oh i'm like and all while wearing matching t-shirts like it was the dopest experience and so like i we were going to go into detail about the entire staycation it'll be in september's episode of uh patreon you also check it out we, we kind of talk more about ourselves give you a little bit of insight to to you know all the deep down but like seriously i'm still high off the experience the kids had a great time the adults had a great time like and it was like we we have these events with no drama yeah. We never have drama. There's never, there's never, never drama. Like, you know, like I had to buy the tickets to one of our, our, our things way in advance. And it was like, they're going to get their money. Like I'm not, there's no drama. Like it just no drama over money. There's no drama over attitudes. There's no, there's everyone's got with the flow. So it, it, it was a great weekend. Absolutely. I agree. All right. How else? Uh, anything else going on with you before we jump into our first episode, our first uh, confession? Uh, I'm just I'm not gonna lie. I'm excited to be back recording another episode. Um, I'm looking forward to hearing the confessions that you've got as well as letting you know about the ones I've got. All right. It does feel like we haven't recorded in a minute uh, between travel and then in the production schedule. So, hey, I'm I'm, I'm excited. I'm going to jump right into our very first confession. This one's titled, I've been catfishing my ex to get four years worth of revenge. So context, I'm a 25-year-old female who dated Jax for about one and a half years back in 17, 2017. Jax ruined my life as well. Uh, so wait a minute. 
Okay. Jax ruined my life as I knew it when he uh, white knighted me. Uh, he got me into an isolated position and locked me into a domestically violent situation where I was subject to things I wouldn't wish on my worst enemy. Oh, it's terrible. When we broke up, I spiraled into a deep depression, uh, tried and failed at therapy for post-traumatic stress disorder, and have been struggling to trust and find healthy love again. Recently, it came around to me that Jax was back in town and I knew this was the right moment to get back for the domestic violence that he never got any consequences for. So I took everything I knew about him and hit him up on Tinder. He fell for it, hook, line and sinker. He would spend all day talking to Emily about how he wants a family, that he's always been a good man and that he's never had troubles before and he just struggles to find the right woman completely failing to mention that he did what he did to me. And of course, acting, uh, acting up that white knight tripe. Just, like, I don't think anybody would tell you somebody else that they're trying to pursue. I was an asshole and domestically abused anybody. Like, I don't, anyway, sorry, sorry, sorry. sorry. So after uh, talking for a month, Emily and Jax are meeting tomorrow. And I can't wait to see the disappointment when he realizes that the woman of his dreams is never going to show up. In my mind, I'm writing this tragedy with the penmanship of manipulation, and it is cruel, no doubt. But karma is a cruel mistress, and I have zero regrets. While I don't think that, um, I forgot how to approach this. So let me start by saying domestic abuse is not okay. Um, if you are a domestic abuser, you need to seek help. Um, you need to figure out what is causing you to act out in this manner. Um, and violence towards other persons is not okay. If you are someone who is suffering at the hands of domestic violence, um, I hope that you are able to seek help. I hope that you're able to get to a safe place and remove yourself from the situation um, as it is never okay. Uh, that is not a way to show love. Uh, I don't care how anyone slices it. I'm, I'm going to be steadfast on that. That is not a way to um, show your love for someone. Um, I do have something to say sure. real quick on that topic. Um, and if a woman is hitting a man, that is domestic violence as well. It's never appropriate for anybody to put their hands on someone else. And so I just, I appreciate it. You did not use a gender and we just spoke about domestic violence, but I want to intentionally say that men, if you have a woman that has no problem hitting you, punching you, smacking you because she gets angry, that shit's not okay. It's toxic. It's inappropriate. And women, if a woman, you, you, if you're putting your hands on a man, cause like he's big, he can take it. He needs to man up. You're, you're, you're the problem. That's abuse because it's never okay to put your hands on another human being, period. Point blank. And it doesn't matter how mad they make you, you go get yourself some counseling. So I just wanted to throw that out there that it's like domestic violence is not just women being attacked by men. It's also uh, men that get abused by women. And I, I have seen it. Uh, and But men don't get the same kind of protection. And so sorry for cutting you off, but mm -mm. thank you for your, your PSA. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I will say, though, however, um, 
as far as anything in the context of how we judge uh, confessions, um, for me, I will say that to me, this is a spicy truth. I'm going to say it's a jalapeno, not because of the fact that she is actually doing this, <clears throat> but also because of how long. So for her to go through this for four years means that there was a lot of trauma and a lot of buildup that was caused by what this person did to her. I'm again, not excusing what happened to her. I am more speaking to me saying I am uh, giving her a side eye, not so much as a judgment, as much as I am looking over at therapy for her. I am looking at her going, please get some type of help because if this is something that you were willing to do for four years to dedicate so much of your life, we only have so many years on this earth. And for you to dedicate four years of your life to getting back at him in this manner, I'm not saying that I am above being petty, far from it. But I would hope that you are able to get another avenue to heal um, or to I, I think it was, I, yeah, it, I had to go back. It had been four years since she took her revenge. Oh. She was Emily for a month. Okay. So scratch that part. I, and as a matter of fact, I want to leave, I want to leave it in there just for context of me misunderstanding. I'm completely okay with that. So um, I am adjusting my, um, my rating to a poblano. Um, it will irritate some others. Um, I think if this is what you did for a month, um, that time frame is not as extensive. Um, I would hope that you still did seek therapy for it because the type of trauma and issues that can come from being abused like this do not always show themselves immediately. They can be something that reflects in your response with other partners in the future, even interactions with uh, children in the future, things like that. So I just hope that this is something that you were able to seek help and get the proper attention for. Um, and for those who are getting irritated by it, I mean, she could have went a lot worse. So, you know, it's to me, it's a very, very mild poblano. I feel you. I, uh, I I'd go one less than that. I, I'd give it a, a bell pepper. Like there are people who catfish people for decades. And so like you catfished at an ex, like part of it is like, let it go. Like, I'm one to let it go. Like, don't spend all your energy in that space. And I know it's not that easy. I've never been in an abusive situation. And I prayerfully won't ever have to experience that. Uh, and so I don't know what that's like. To let, I know it's not easy just to let it go. But I will say this. If it gave you the closure that you needed, like, now you he's... That's what gave you the closure because you feel like he's gotten his comeuppance, then so be it. But like, it's a mild truth. Like, hey, I catfished my ex. Like, you could have summed that whole confession up. Like, I catfished my abusive ex. Like, that, that could have been the whole confession. Like, you used a whole lot of words that it could have been simplified. I, you know, but, but tell your truth, live your truth. It's a bell pepper. You can tell everybody. I, I, I can't listen. At least you make that a shirt. I catfish my abusive ex. Like, boom, got my face. Bell mm. pepper. Done. Nobody <laughs> care about you, sir. <laughs> no, most uh, what confession do you, what's your first confession for the show? All right. Wow. Uh, so the title for my first confession is Raising Two Kids That Aren't My Own and Got Snipped. Mostly No Regrets. 
I've always wanted kids, but knew I never wanted more than two. Under very specific circumstances, I ended up marrying an amazing woman and raising two kids, one of which is my nephew. My brother died before he was born and another child who has autism, who had a deadbeat dad. We talked about having another, but I felt that if we did, both my kids would not get the attention they both deserved with a new baby around, obviously for different reasons. I also didn't want to be in a situation where my kids would feel less love because of another child. I grew up in a household where that happened. So without my wife knowing, I got the snip. No matter how much I could say it wouldn't happen, you just don't know or are too close to realizing it. I can't help but feel maybe I didn't make the right choice. I'm mostly happy with my decision, but that eye lingering creeps up every now and then. Just needed a place to get this off my chest. So I'm sensitive to this. And 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 I know it's not my penis, but I this is not the first time that I've heard of men having a vasectomy without telling their wife. And I know a real life couple, like he went to go get a vasectomy and did not tell me. Couple know them. And for me, that is I, it's a tie chili. I am absolutely judging you. It's your body. You can do what you want to do. Even if you have a discussion with your wife and she's against it and you make the decision to do it, I think you have every right to. It's your body. What I think is unfair is to do it and not communicate and not to say that this is the, this, I've decided to have a vasectomy and this is what I want to do. Like, let me know, let your wife know. Uh, Maybe it'll change something. Maybe it doesn't, but that's an informed decision. I think that is outlandish. It is a absolute tie chili. Like, and it's, I don't know. I just don't think it's fair. I don't know. I'm sensitive to this one. This one is, I'm sensitive to you. You, you got sniffed and you didn't say anything. And, 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 and he said something that I recognize why he doesn't want to have a second kid. Cause whatever trauma that he experienced as a kid where he felt like he didn't get what he needed. Like, I think he's entitled to that. I, I truly do. I think that if you're married, especially if you're married or if you're going to get married, that's information you have to divulge. Just like if you had HIV, you need to divulge that information. I know that sounds ridiculous and I'm comparing the two, but it's the same to me. I need to have an informed decision that I can never have a child with you or like you don't want children so much that you'll have a vasectomy. You are entitled. You're entitled, but I think that your your significant other, your wife, deserves informed decision. So you're tied chili to me. What do you think, Lamont? So um it's it's interesting, uh, because um being uh, full transparency, I've had a vasectomy. Um now um from for myself. It's interesting because I I think about it like this. Um, This gentleman, he's raising two children, one from his brother who passed. The other, um, he said, is an autistic child who had a deadbeat father. So I'm assuming his wife had already had this child. Um, And he was raising this uh, child who did not have a father. So he stepped in as a father for both children. But as far as him not communicating with his wife, if he had this done before he met her, he still, like you said, I still do believe he should have communicated that with her, that he did have one, uh, just so that she is aware. Um, 
because for her, like you said, she should be able to make that educated decision on if that is the situation she wants to be in, because she may have wanted to have a child of uh, with with this man. And maybe, you know, if she could be sitting here thinking it's her, you know, there's a lot of medical things that people have to deal with that she could think it's her, that something's wrong with her, um, her, um, her procreation ability. Um, and I do apologize if I misstated that for anyone who may have caught that offensively, but um, I'm, I'm aware that people have difficulties in getting pregnant. Um, and I don't take that lightly. Um, so I understand that even as a man and saying that, you know, I would want, if I was with a woman and she had her tubes tied or if she was actively taking birth control and we had mentioned that we were trying to get pregnant or I'd never mentioned anything otherwise. And we were engaging in sexual acts without protection. We'd be aware that a baby was possible. I would want to know. Um, so to that extent, I actually agree um, with the Thai chili because I don't think it's a reaper. I don't think it's something you should take to your deathbed. I do think it's something you should tell her because it does create an issue of, of lying um, especially <clears throat> on something that is so important or something that could be so potentially important for a family. So, yeah. Agreed. I agree. I agree. All right, folks, I want to jump right into my next confession. Uh, let's see. This one is titled. I can barely see because I don't have on glasses. Uh, this one is titled. <laughs> Am I the asshole for being a bride's man to a close friend at her wedding, even though my girlfriend was asked not to come? So a very close friend of mine since college got married recently. <clears throat> She and I have been friends since freshman year of college. And since we work at the same, in the same field, in the same city, we've remained pretty close. We'll call her Tina. I started dating my girlfriend, Alex, a year and a half ago. They do not get along. So I can't pinpoint exactly why they don't. Um, Alex always says she just doesn't like Tina. Tina typically is just responding to Alex's energy. I don't try to get them to be besties, but I just want them to get along because they both are important to me. So when Tina got engaged, she told me that she wanted me to be in her wedding and I was incredibly excited to do this for her. However, uh, it was because for it, however, was difficult for me to make a decision as to whether or not to do this because Tina told me she was, wasn't fully comfortable with Alex coming which I guess makes sense since we don't like each other, since they don't like each other. However, I personally didn't feel like I had a dog in this fight. Their beef is theirs, not mine. And I don't see why I should be limited in my relationships with either of them. I told Alex I wanted to go and she was apprehensive. She said that if Tina didn't want her to go, she didn't think I should go. I said, I didn't think it was fair for her to say that. This is a huge event for Tina and she really wants me there and I really want to go and she really wants me there. I also said that there was all, uh, I also said that there are friends of Alex I don't get along with and I don't stop her from seeing them. Alex eventually relented and said that she didn't care if I went or not. 
Months go by and the wedding happens and Tina's wedding. Uh, months go by and the wedding happens and Tina's wedding comes up. At this point, it's too late for me to quit last minute. And Alex again tells me that she doesn't want me to go. This is like a week out of the wedding. I told her I couldn't. Um, I couldn't flake last minute like that. And I went, blah, 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 blah. I'm going to start that over. This is a week out of the wedding, a week out before the wedding. I told her I couldn't flake out this last minute like that. And I went to the wedding and had a good time. Now Alex is telling me that I'm a huge dick and that uh, I care about Tina's feelings more than her. Now she's pissed at me when she gave me the go ahead to attend the wedding without her. So it's 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 interesting the layers in this conver- in this confession um so tina is the best friend or the friend rather and alex is the girlfriend um so tina is the one who doesn't like alex and alex is just it, it, or did i have the reverse it sounded like alex alex doesn't like tina and tina responds to alex's uh, energy okay so Alex, the girlfriend, is the one who has an issue with Tina. So I, that's it's it's weird because it's one of those things where I, I must admit I kind of have to ruminate on it. Hey, get a little bit closer to your mic. Is that better? Oh yes, much better. Okay, okay. Sorry about that. Okay, so um, I'll start that over. Okay, so Alex, the girlfriend, has an issue with Tina, the the friend. Um, it's, it's hard. It's hard here. I'm still kind of ruminating on my answer just because to some extent, you know, there is this conversation to be had about how do you, where do you sit on the line when it comes to things with your partner versus your friends, things like that. Um, and I think that just changes depending on what the topic is and the severity of the situation. I think those, I think there's a lot of nuance there that can be had in this specific topic. Um, if Alex's main reason is that she just doesn't like her and that she's not happy with the fact that she's not invited when she's been the one giving the bad energy to the friend, it's very selfish of Alex to hold that stance. Um, and I feel like she's putting her boyfriend in a, um, untenable position. Like, I just don't see where he can really win. Um, but this friend is having a life event. Um, I, as far as I look at it, you know, this marriage is a bigger deal. It's a big deal. This is a friend having a situation where they are wanting their friend there. And like he said, there's friends of hers that she has that he does not get along with. And he's never let that be a reason for him to, you know, intercede, uh, in, in their interactions. Um, so for me, as far as him still going, I mean, I'll be honest. Um, to me, it's a poblano. It, it's going to definitely irritate others. Uh, the girlfriend is going to be mad. But I mean, unless unless there's certain information that we don't have about his relationship with Tina, which, of course, that's always possible. Um, it just seems like she she has sour grapes about something. And without having further information, it's kind of hard to, you know, dig deeper on that. So for me, it's a poblano. Fair enough. Um, 
think a couple of pieces that stuck out to me and that I agree with the original poster in that she shouldn't dictate his relationships outside of the friendship. Like, I know there's a lot of people that maybe listen who think oh, you cannot be friends with people of the opposite sex, but most of my closest friends growing up were all men and still are. And I can talk to them and they all got wives and there's never been it. Me and you hang out like before we did virtually, we were in my office in the basement once a week for hours on end with the mm-hmm. door closed, like, you know, right. and never any, there's never been uh, any collusion. There's So I, right. I know people can be of opposite sex and have no romantic interest whatsoever. Right. And, um, so I agree with his stance that like you you shouldn't be able to tell me who my friends are if they're not like hurting me if they're not doing something like hey you know that's not a good friend every time he comes around y'all do crack together you you know what I'm saying like we you know what I'm saying right, like there's right. some people like, like eh, he's not a good guy you know last time you you woke up you know you didn't have teeth Damn. you probably shouldn't hang out with him like. I am saying there are instances where a significant other can give you feedback of, Hey, just want you to see this, but uh, ultimately it's your choice. Mm -hmm. It's your decision. That's your friend. You go be you. I I think that people who are in relationships to try to dictate other people, their outside friendships, like their partners, it's something's wrong with you. You have to have a separation. You have to like people need their own interests. No one's going to have the same interests forever. So like you've got to be able to kind of have that that allow for separate interests, whatever that may look like. Um, golly, they just. But I have I've also been the Tina. I have been Tina, not necessarily my wedding per se, but I have been Tina where the girlfriend just doesn't like me and like for me i just don't care like that's his choice if he wants me around i'm gonna hang out if not i ain't gonna hang out like i don't and it's i think it's different when you don't want the person like i don't want nothing like like that's my homie it's gonna always be my homie like i i don't want them so like do you so i have been the tina i have been the tina whose words got misconstrued who like who I've had to say, hey, nothing. Don't want nothing. Ain't never been nothing. Just so there's this level of comfort, but right. only for them to feel like, oh, something's probably going on. Like, ain't n- nothing. Not even the rent. Like, we don't live together. I'm sorry. We got to <laughs> beep that out. Uh, but anyway, if I'm going to rate the whole situation, his, uh, his confession, I'm going to say it's a mild truth. Because what I was summed this confession down to was my girlfriend didn't want me to go to my friend's wedding. Mm. And I went anyway. And you can't, and not only that, he, she should have never, well, I don't think he needs permission, but that's just me. When she consented, you can't be like a week out, be like, oh, now I don't want you to go. You, you care about her more than me. Right. You can't, you can't do that to people. You can't just you pull it's out mani- at the last yeah. moment. It's manipulative. Like, right. If you could pull out at the last moment, you wouldn't need a vasectomy. I'm just joking. <laughs> I just tied those two <laughs> confessions together foolishly. <laughs> I, that's just what I do. That's what I do. But yeah, I I, I am bell pepper in this one. It's it's a mild truth. It's a, it's a mild uh, situation in itself that you didn't do anything wrong. 
Like she yeah. needs to get over herself. And and I'm sure there are people who whose significant others have best friends that they do screw. Like I, I'm sure that happens. And yes. it just never has happened with me. I've never been a participant of that ever. Because it's either I see you that way. Do you look like a... Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Just had a flashback. Come back, come back, come um, back, come back. Cotton, linen. If not, then it's like, eh, eh. It's, it's, it's unimportant. But okay, okay. What's your last confession for today's show? Uh, my final confession for this week is titled, I broke a girl's nose for kicking me in the balls when I was 15. We were at school and we had a verbal fight. We both insulted each other and she lost her shit and kicked me in the balls very hard. I almost passed out from the pain, couldn't breathe, and I felt like puking. I even cried a little bit. Once I could stand again, I punched her straight in the face, breaking her nose. Honestly, no regrets. A lot of girls did that shit at my school over bullshit, not in self-defense. And if you ask me, they all deserved a broken nose. The way they used that to terrorize boys and almost get off on it should be considered sexual assault. It sure as hell made me feel exploited, attacked, humiliated, and abused as a boy by girls. And I felt like my genitals were violated too. It's not the same as regular physical violence. It felt good to punch her in the face. I'm sorry. He said it felt good, all capital, to punch her in the face. It made me feel less worthless. Like, people can't just do stuff to me. I don't understand how gender has anything to do with it. She's not a better person just because she's a girl. What she did isn't any better just because she's a girl, and she didn't deserve any better just because she's a girl. Sway. Listen, I have two boys, and if a girl hits you, you hit her back. Y'all need to stop letting each listen. I don't care who don't like it. You, you can't expect men to behave differently than human nature. Like sometimes it's reflex. Sometimes like you hit me, I'm hitting you back. Like I don't, it's, and it's not intentional. I, I think it's a foolish thing to start teaching girls. You guys can't hit you. They can. Like you, sh- if you hit somebody, you should expect to get hit back. That, I mean, like, I, and I have told my boys, if a girl hits you, hit her back. Like, take a chair to their face if you need to. They're not going to hit you again. <laughs> and I <laughs> wish I was joking. If my youngest, my oldest was here, he, I tell him that all the time. All you got to do is act crazy once. Act crazy one time. Pick up a chair and beat the hell out of one kid one time. No one. Take, take the males. You're not going to get in trouble at home. Your mama told you to do it. You know you're not going to get in trouble. We've had this discussion if my children are spoiled. In that instance, yeah. Mama, you told me to pick up a chair. And it, and this was before the the Molly Wop or the, uh, uh, the whatever Molly Wop that was. It was in Alabama, Pick right? up a chair. Yes, the but the Bama Molly Wop. Before that even happened, I would say pick up a chair. And, and so listen. He is right. You can't just go around hitting pe- men and thinking you, you can, nothing's going to happen. Like, that's just stupid. Uh, and I, again, I, I know I am not the, the normal thinking person, but it's, it's foolish to believe that you can hit somebody and you, they are supposed to be controlled. You can't control yourself. Like, how the heck did we just get back on this? You can't control yourself. But I'm supposed to, because if you could control yourself, you know you don't put your hands on somebody else. You don't need to. 
first of all, I can hurt you better with words than I can physically. Uh, man, just hurt them with words. If you're trying to do be violent, use your violent voice. But it's a bell pepper to me. I broke her nose. She hit me in the nuts. And listen, I don't have a penis. I don't have a penis. I ain't never had balls. We talk about it. Hell, I don't have balls. I don't stand up to pee. So I don't know the pain. Now I have, I have been around people who men who have had the pain and experienced the pain and that crumpling feeling. I have no idea how it feels, but what I do know is that for every action, there's a reaction. And her reaction was swift and fierce and in her face. I wouldn't have broke your nose. I, I'm not. Even, and you know what? He might not have been trying to break her nose, just punch her and it ended up breaking her nose. Oh, well, what if he had, she had ruptured one of his uh, sacks? Because that can happen when you take injuries in that space. So yeah. should he be able to kick her in the ovaries, like just stop her ovaries out. I'm just saying. Pick up a chair, punch her in the face. It's a bell pepper for me. I wouldn't judge you at all. Like, I don't like her because he, he broke my nose. What'd you do to him? I kicked him in the nose and then he hit me. What'd you think was going to happen? You stupid. Like, yep. And you stayed? Motherfucker, kick him and run. Why are you staying to this motherfucker recuperate? Like, like he, he was crumpled on the floor in pain. You had time to flee. You get what you deserve. If you... If you get somebody down, the fight's over. Keep it moving. But you done got this person down. You waited till he recovered. You deserved a broke nose. You stupid. You're violent and you're stupid. So, like, you, you deserve a broke nose. That's what I'm saying. I, Bell Pepper, I'm sorry, sir, that you felt that kick to the to your genitals. I apologize. He might not even need a vasectomy now because of that kick. So, like, I'm just saying, <laughs> as a vasectomy is. I'm just saying, bell pepper, F her. She did you wrong. That's not okay. You're going to get it. And somebody, I know you listen like, Vicky, that ain't right. You foolish. Walk walk up to me and hit me and think I'm not going to try to hit you back. Like, because, oh, well, I guess I'm a woman. Like, I don't know. I pick up, hey, Lamar, if someone just randomly walks up and hits you, hit her back. Take a chair to the face. Break her nose. She'll stop doing that shit. If everybody got a broke nose when they stepped out of line, behaviors would change. So, okay. What are your thoughts? I think you're hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but <clears throat> all seriousness. So it's funny, right? I mean, something I've kind of had to relearn um, because I, I grew up in that time frame where we were told you don't hit girls, right? Like kid born in the 80s, raised through the 90s, was taught you don't hit girls. But as a as a young man, I had this happen before, and it wasn't a situation where I did, where I hit a girl. She may not have liked something I said, or she didn't like how I responded to something she chose to do or say, and that has happened. And I didn't hit her, but it's it's interesting. Like you said, I think there's a the thing that really taught me the difference was um, my own son, and. I don't feel comfortable telling my son to just take abuse because that's what that is. I'm not going to mince words and try to make it something different because it seems like that's what we tend to do a lot of times when it's coming from the other side, when a man is getting attacked, we try to 
explain it away maybe because if he said something she didn't like or something like that whereas if we flip those roles around and say that a man responded to something a woman didn't like we would immediately say that does not give him the right to hit her that's the first thing you would hear almost anyone yell so i'm gonna just i'm gonna agree with you to that point that it's not okay if this if this young lady didn't like something he said and she chooses to hit him and he responds by hitting her I don't necessarily believe that hitting someone else is right, but two wrongs can happen if you decide to step out of line. And that's just just how it works. I don't think that she should feel comfortable. I don't think any girl should feel comfortable hitting um, a young man like that. No different than I think a young man should be hitting a woman or anyone. Like we've said, keep your hands to yourself. If you don't want someone to respond to you with physicality, do not act in physicality it's just it's just an understanding i feel like i don't think i've been in a fight just to kind of pull it away directly from the man woman things i know how some people will try to use it and i don't really care but i don't think i've been in an actual fight since i was in my early 20s um mostly because i haven't been in a situation i found to be that serious but also at the same time i understand that if you choose to respond or act in that way, you have to be able to handle what's coming next. And you don't get to dictate how someone else responds to you attacking them in that way, because someone may feel that they are not able to, you know, defend themselves solely with just their hands. So to put yourself in that position, you know, he could have done anything. You know, he may have decided instead of hitting, punching her in the face, he could have picked up that chair, like you said, and went upside her head like it was a WWE match. And I mean, I do think there's obviously limits to it in, in my in my preference, I will say. I don't I don't think you should be stomping somebody like Stone Cold Steve Austin on a turnbuckle afterwards. But, you know, that's me. I can't speak on how John or. Steve may feel he get hit in the nuts. He may snap out, like you said, and you can rupture a testicle doing that. It it can be a problem. Listen, I had a, like I said, I had a vasectomy, and when you get that done originally, the pain isn't there, but afterwards, when the medicine subsides, it hurts, and it kind of feels similar to how it feels to get mm. kicked in the nuts. So I'm not gonna lie, to have that happen without medicine, nah, I'm good. I'm I'm liable to probably swing at somebody as well. So. For me, it's it's a bell pepper. Uh, I mean, he, you know, the fact that he said it felt good, you know. Punching in the face. Yeah. It's, and, of course, by the way, guys, I'm not out here in the streets thinking everyone should go be violent. I, it, I Exactly what Lamont said. Like, no one should be putting their hands on anyone. But if you hit someone, expect to get hit back. Like that's that's just what it is. It doesn't matter. If you hit anyone, expect to get hit back. That's all I'm saying. Stop with the unrealistic expectation that you can put your hands on somebody. And like, oh, and women be vicious. Women are vicious. like you you if you put your finger on my forehead and did that to me, like we couldn't ever speak again. Like I I'm gonna say this. If a man, I've never been in an abusive relationship, but I, I think I carry myself in a way that's probably not okay to try. Uh I've never been in an abusive relationship cuz literally I I I think there would be my I'd call my brother and there'd be a homicide. Um and that's not hyperbole. <laughs> and so I 
Yes, it is. It's hyperbole. It's hyperbole. I forgot this is on air. And so, um, but my whole point being is like, it's, it's never okay to put your hands on somebody else. That's it. I'm not saying go out there and fight the world and all the things you just expect to get hit. That's all I'm saying. You get hit, get hit back. And, and sorry for that guy and his experience, because it sounds really painful. But that does it for this episode of Pick Truth. If you uh, like today's show, help us out. Subscribe and send the show to two friends. If you have not done so already, join our Facebook group, Pick Truth, and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Please note that we also do uh, have the recordings of the episodes on YouTube as well. You are able to view them there. Um, and as Vicky did state, um, subscribe uh, wherever we are on Apple Podcasts, Podcast Addict, um, iHeart, anywhere you can think Spotify. of. Spotify. Spotify. Anywhere that you know podcasts are available, we are there. Um, and if you have any confessions, definitely you know send them to us. Um, we do read your confessions directly. If you're interested in even being on the show, we do allow for people to come on. Uh, just reach out to us through our social medias. We'll be more than happy to communicate with you. And we'd love to have your in- input. Oh, and don't forget to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you subscribe. Catch you next time. Later. We can't pick truth without you. Send us your truths at picktruthmail at post.com to see if you can bring the heat. 